Hello. And welcome. To Fleece. And Fruit. I'm Dave. <laughs> You're not Dave. I'm Dave. Are you though? Are Maybe. You? Okay, I'm Mel. Okay. <laughs> we've had some uh, we've had some stuff going on. So we haven't been able to uh, do this and people have been You may have noticed of, a short town or break. Yeah. Of so several weeks. Yeah, it's Friday and we're supposed to record on Thursdays and it's Friday at the end of the day. Yes, so, our schedules have been wild. Yeah. This I mean really just since the beginning of the year it's been Yeah. really crazy. Yeah. Um, but we are happy to finally be doing this. Finally be back. Yeah. Yeah. Doing a podcast, doing the thing we love. Yeah. Um and Melody has a great actually message for us. It's I've been warned that it's pretty it's pretty amazing. Oh, wow. It, I'm, I'm, and that's her saying about her own thing, so you know well, it must be good. I, it wasn't really me. It was. It was. I feel like it was really God, you know, that put it on my heart. So. Oh, so it's not your own horn. No, I'm you. not. No, it's oh, it's, okay. it's it's Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit tooting his own horn. All right, well, you go for it. <laughs> okay, um, so let's just pray real quick, Lord. We come before you, and um, may I speak your truth, um, and that I don't alter it. And that, uh, that whatever I say, that it really settles in people's hearts and, uh, um, that you just give revelation off of that. And if I say something that's not from you, then may none of us remember it and that it doesn't take root in the name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. Okay. So the last one that we talked about, if I remember correctly, was the love of the Lord, the, the love in the fruit of the spirit and, and all that. And so it was leading into self-control. So a lot of people struggle with this one and they don't even know because it can be as simple as not controlling your thoughts or thinking something is right and going for it or, or, or I mean, anything, a business decision, a romance, uh, a party, certain foods, the amount of time you watch television. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And that's in Jeremiah 17, 9. There are plenty of things that seem okay because we are thinking out of our, our mind or worse, our heart. We're not thinking out of our, our spirit. We need to have our spirit rule over our soul, which rules over our body. I'm going to say that again. We need to have our spirit, which is united with God, right? Holy Spirit lives within us. So we're united with Holy Spirit. We need to have our spirit rule over our soul, which rules over our body. Now our spirit being partnered with Holy Spirit, obviously Holy Spirit we yield to, we surrender to Holy Spirit and partner with Holy Spirit to rule over our soul. And the soul is made up of the mind, the will, and emotions. And in this, we rule over our body. So our spirit is the innermost part of our being, and it's joined with Holy Spirit, who is the source of all things. And often we think with our heart or our mind and make decisions from that. But if we would talk to Holy Spirit for guidance, we would be so much better off. And we, we're, we're going to have to do a series on hearing the voice of the Lord and yielding to what Holy Spirit says. But for now, um, we're just going to, we're going to take a look at Jesus. So Matthew 27, 12, and when he was accused by the chief priests and elders, he answered nothing. Jesus was in front of, I, I say Pontius, but I've heard Pontius. I've heard, what what is it, Mr. Seminary? What is it? Pontius Pilate? How do you, That's it's Pontius? Okay. I've always said Pontius, and people are like, that's not how you say it. So Jesus was in front of uh, Pontius Pilate, 
who was basically the governor of the province or, or you know, the state, as we, as we call them here in America, the state of Judea. And Jesus had the opportunity to tell Pontius that he didn't do anything wrong. And Pontius wanted to help him. He, he was like, hey, you know, you have this opportunity to defend yourself and, and, and you know, go free. Um, and, and he had only ever heard good things about Jesus. And he was fair. He was, he was fair. And Jesus didn't say anything. He had self-control and he didn't speak a word, even though he knew that soon after um, he would face a, a, a gruesome um, journey towards death. So uh, he, he knew what crucifixion was. He knew what came before crucifixion. Um, so he knew that they were going to punch him in the face. They would grab his beard rip it out, that they were going to spit on him. He would be stripped of his clothes publicly and would be whipped with leather straps that had metal, stone, sharp glass, and bone on the end. This was meant to rip the flesh off of a human being and expose their bones as their flesh hangs off their body. The soldiers made Jesus wear a crown made of thorns as they mocked him for calling himself a king. And the soldiers took a stick and hit Jesus on his head repeatedly, digging the thorns deeper into his head. And they made him wear a robe, the same that a king would wear. And when the robe had dried to his open wounds, they would rip it off, reopening the wounds. And then they made Jesus carry his own cross, which was very heavy and full of splinters, prolonging his pain. So I think that we can learn a lot about self-control and the mentality that we should have as we are supposed to have the mind of Christ. That is the same self-control that was shown in the desert when Jesus fasted 40 days and nights. And you might say, oh, I, I could never have that much self-control. Well, uh, then it sounds like you need Jesus. <laughs> and uh, ask that you have that awareness of the nearness of Holy Spirit in those times that you need to display self-control. And that you would be only influenced to move how Jesus would. Proverbs 25, 28. He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. And uh, that's the, the lesson on self-control. And uh, I, I don't know what the next series is going to be. We're going to we're going to figure that out. So it'll be a nice surprise for, for you guys and for, for us. <laughs> we'll see what, uh, we'll see what, where God leads us with that. Welcome back to fleece and fruit. It's time for news, news, news. <laughs> you just did that to upset me. I know you did. Man. Yeah. yeah. The dang jingle. Every time. I mean, it's it's so good, you know. Simplicity is it. It's simple. <laughs> it's easy to remember, um, and it's kind of catchy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's like along the lines of the "I'm the Map" song it, from Dora. Yeah, like it's very to the point, short. We know what she's talking about. You know. Yeah. I like it. You're right. Yeah. It hits all. It hits all the different features that you need in a jingle. Yeah. Also, I literally cannot come up with a different <laughs> jingle. So <laughs> I toyed around with news, Nothing. news, news, but I went news, 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 <laughs> news, news, news. No, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay. Well, I have stuff. 
Yeah. Um, I love stuff. It's stuff to talk about because that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, so this first thing, uh, I thought. Well, I saw the headline. And I was like, okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says I don't know who this. It says he's a former NFL player. I guess Derwin Gray. Um, and I guess oh, okay, so he's a pastor. Oh, okay. I guess he used to play in the NFL. Uh, and it says here he told his congregation Sunday. Um, you know, he's it, it's in regards to the quote unquote great resignation. I mean, we've all been affected by this, right? People are just essentially not wanting to work anymore. Yeah. Right? So his whole message was basically to remember that work is a gift from God. Hmm. Right. Because the Bible yeah. does support that notion. It talks about it a lot. Like, it from does. like dawn till dusk. So, <laughs> like, work is really important in the Bible. And it makes sense because. Um, kind of like instilling uh, a sense of any kind of accomplishment mm-hmm. that comes from actually putting in effort. Yeah. Is, I don't know. I, I feel like well, it's at the heart of everything. I mean, even with that, like when you really study, they worked six days a week. Yeah. They didn't work they that one five day, days right? a week. They worked six days a week yeah. and it, it usually was from, I mean, sometimes a Proverbs 31 woman wakes up before the sun rises. Right. And she go and, and she's done working after the sun sets. So when you really look at it, they, yeah. they, they worked more all than throughout we, the Bible. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, not only that, I mean, Jesus worked. Yeah. I mean, dude got a job. He was a carpenter. I mean, he's literally God. And he's like, well, I got to get work. You know what I mean? Like that's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's got to tell you something. And like, Paul, Paul would travel people telling people the gospel but he sold tents right you know he'd, yeah. he'd make tents and he made sell them. tents in his off time right to yeah. kind of fund his his journeys mm-hmm. um young entrepreneur paul yeah um but yeah no i mean so work i mean is obviously a huge thing and, and it's 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 interesting i mean you know it says here he was preaching to you know a lot of young adults and um you know, he's just kind of trying to get the the idea that, you know, this this notion of not having to work or that we shouldn't have to work, yeah, is so absurd. Like his Good. point is that work is is not something. It's not a have to. It's a get to. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a it's a right, and mm-hmm. it's like something we should be excited to be able to do to basically use our lives to fulfill a need yeah and i think something that a lot of people aren't thinking about is the fact that right now the people there's so many people that don't want to work there are so many jobs out there they could go after their dream job and they have a higher chance of getting it because other people don't want to actually work right so that means there's there's less people filling out applications which increase your chances of getting the job and so they have this great opportunity to go after the job that they really do want. And maybe they won't get that one, but maybe they'll get something where, you know, if a position opens up, they can, you know, they're already in the door. They can simply go uh, for, for, you know, to apply for that position that they really do want. And so um, there's no competition. <laughs> right. No, I mean, no, and he's got... You know, I, I read through and he's got a lot of good points in here. He kind of, he touches on like a lot of the different reasons that 
people have been leaving their work and mm-hmm. and you know he's just kind of talking about <clears throat> he even actually brings up the fruit of the spirit you know and and some of the things that as christians we are supposed to embody patience and yeah. and kindness and you know like these things are part of who we are mm-hmm. right so you know he's just kind of talking like about all these different excuses that people today make for why they can't work at a place or, you know, all these things. And it is interesting. I mean, I don't know. It's really strange. I I think we live in a really odd world. Um, Yeah. It's very different. Even from when I was younger and I'm not very old. I mean, it's just, it's strange. Yeah. And then I I think, you know, even with all the stuff with with the metaverse, how they're, they're, Mm, yeah. Um, we talked about that. Yeah. We? Yeah. And and how Digital so they world. would be going to I'm doing air quotes right now, by the way, they'd be going to work, you know, can you hear those air quotes? Can you hear the, those air quotes? So they're, they're going to work whoosh, whoosh. on the metaverse rather than, you know, actually going to work and and uh, they're like no human contact. They're just getting lost in, in this false reality or or the, you know, big tech or whatever is 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 pushing forward this this that's false reality like, yeah it's like they hope that that's the answer and it's it, like people it, hope that well the answer is just to keep people away from each other yeah <laughs> like or you know like like you know those those little cooking games it doesn't actually cooking games those little cooking games like cooking panda or whatever you know you can you, you take the little <laughs> i know you can't see us but i am blank staring at you're the Melody little right i know somebody out there knows cookie, what i'm talking about you're the little panda. panda and you have the knife and you tap the screen and it chops up the, the vegetables oh yeah and it okay. chops up the I meat think I've seen that doesn't actually teach somebody it. how to cook right because you're not actually learning how to chop the knife how to I mean, move you're the learning knife. how to use a tablet yeah. or a phone or whatever you're exactly on. and so so you're not you know, you're not going to be able to then go to the kitchen and actually make yourself food mm. and like be like, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, that's a whole different thing. People basically learning nothing yeah. from anything. They, nobody's learning skills anymore. You know, it's just here's that's something that I think about that. It doesn't worry me. It, it just really disappoints me. Like like masonry and and carpentry and all the, these really wonderful skills they're not as common anymore, you know? And so it's like, That's true. like, you know, the fancy crown moldings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like after a while, well, people just, won't know how to do that stuff anymore. There's been this ideology uh, that's been beaten into young people for so long now that hard work is to be looked down on. Right. Mm. So like there's some kind of, stigma there okay like oh lazy. you shouldn't want to just be a plumber or you shouldn't want to just be mm-hmm. an electrician it's like eventually we run out of plumbers and electricians yeah. and we're like wait where are all the people that know how to fix things they're in the call you know? centers they're right. in the call centers call filling centers, up all the call centers <laughs> the chick-fil-a's the, <laughs> the mcdonald's they're at the know, wendy's basically the yeah. easiest job for the most money right like that's the whole yeah. that's the ploy so yeah i think that it is kind of a shame that we're Mm-hmm. teaching people that like there's like there, that there's some kind of i don't know that you're supposed to f- i don't even know how to even yeah <laughs> express what i'm trying to say but basically that there's some kind of negative connotation mm-hmm. to having a trade job you know yeah. and it's it's kind of insane they want a life of comfort without actually having to put in work right but like any anything anything i mean to be fair our society does reward 
That is true. That, we hand out participation awards. Well, right. And, and I'm saying like, I, I just mean in general, society awards people more money mm-hmm. for doing less work. Right. And, but it starts like when we're right. young where they're like, right. oh, you know, yeah, you didn't actually work hard, but here you go. Good job. Mm-hmm. Participation. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think it's 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 really interesting. We have that one end of the spectrum, but then we have the people that are like, okay, I'm going to be on vacation, but you can access me at any time by email, phone, or text. Yeah. Call me anytime. I'll be with my family, but I'll forget about them and I'll help you. And I mean, right. and it, I, I've looked at work ethics in other countries and they think what we do in America is like insane. You know? Yeah. Over- well, <laughs> I do. Yeah, I know what you're saying. and But I, at, the, at the same time, I feel like we are not even as like that as we used to be like yeah. there are still people like that but i'm yeah. saying as a whole we're not even there and, and if anything we're i mean that's what this whole thing is about like we're starting to go way in the wrong direction <laughs> you know like it's getting too far it's like well, yeah. i just don't want to do anything anymore like i'm just gonna go lay around and hope the government pays me yeah you know so with, the, with when i got my stimulus check i almost didn't want to accept it and i wanted to I wanted to uh, send it away and, and like send it back, you know? But mm-hmm. then I was like, first of all, I don't know where to send it. Second of all, <laughs> they would just like, I don't even know if they would take it back. Also, like I, I just, you know, I don't, I don't even know how that would work. But mm-hmm. it really angered me that they had sent me money without my permission. <laughs> like, and, but it also angered me that they sent everybody else money too. Like, yeah. like I, I don't mean like in those first few months that was necessary, but you know, they're thinking about sending out another st- stimulus check. It's like at this point, that's, you've heard that even now. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't even aware of that. I heard it like, page. I think like two weeks ago or something like that. Yeah, that it, there was talk of it. With all that. And it's like, no, no, these people st- don't, don't, you feed the stray dog, it's going to come back. You know, that's a, oh, essentially yeah. the same I mean, principle here. It's really easy to just sit around and, like I said, let the government pay you. Yeah. It's a lot easier than going to work. And, and I mean, unfortunately, you know, like this guy is talking about, like, you miss out on, like, an actual part of life. Yeah. Well, you and know. community. That's a, yeah. I mean, 40 yeah. hours a week. That's true. That, that's one third of your week. That's a major source of community oh, yeah. and socialization and just basic human needs for human interaction. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. And I know a lot of, I think I think that's another thing with, with these younger generations is that so many of them are so introverted because of just the junk of society that, they don't want to deal with people and other people's problems, mm-hmm. but really it's what we all need and we need that community even when we don't like it because how else are you going to meet people and how, how else are you going to make fa- friends and, and build relationships that's going to help you get well, through stuff. And it's right. And it's opportunities to share Christ, right? Like, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a huge opportunity for us. I mean, we don't really, if all you're doing is going to church, mm-hmm. right? And, and I mean, that's great, but, you know, you're not going to have the same kind of reach and, and the, the amount of reach that you have yeah. when you're out in the world just being you and, and being like Christ. So The average person needs like eight human touches a day. And children, need it's advised. <laughs> 
children, it's advised that they get like literally like 12 hugs a day, basically. And hmm. it seems, it seems excessive. I, I like to give my kids one hug per week <laughs> uh, on good weeks. Some weeks we skip. Uh, they look at me wrong or something. <laughs> no, but I agree. I mean, it's, it's really, it's a really, it's a big part of not just our physical health, but our mental health Yeah, uh, is, is working. So anyway, so if that's you, you should get out there and, and get a job. Yeah. Okay. Melody keeps hey, signaling yeah. me, signaling me because apparently my phone is causing static. <laughs> static. Yeah. With our equipment. It's really weird. Yeah. Just put it in your dominant hand and you'll be fine. Oh, okay. There you go. I don't have a dominant hand. Wait, are you left-handed? Yeah, I am. Oh, that's right. Or am? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I am. So, <laughs> um, all right. So I have one more thing to talk about here. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit lighter. Okay. Um, cool. Cool. And uh, the, again, the. The headlines stuck out to me. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, basically, it's it's an article about a young woman uh, named Nellie Kim. Uh, she's an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and apparently, she was a shoe designer for like a major. I guess uh, it says Bergdorf Goodman. Do you know that? That thing? I've heard of that. Yes. Okay, so she was a major, you know, shoe designer for them, and I guess she went on a mission trip a while back, and it kind of, you know. Does what a mission Shook trip does. Shook some things yeah. up in her, right? How mission trips and, do, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, she decided she wanted to do something different. So uh, she eventually started her own business selling uh, designer shoes, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, she was a designer, yeah. you know, shoemaker, right? So, so, I mean, these shoes are actually really cool. I was looking at them just a second ago. Um, her company is called Reden, R-E-D-E-N. 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 Uh, it's it's Reden or Redden? I, I think it's Reden because it says uh, it says here it stands for Restoration of Eden. Restoration to Eden. Okay. Um, so Reden, I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> um, yeah. Eden, and so, uh, you know, she yeah. kind of, she applied her art to these shoes. They look really, really cool. Um, it's R-E-D-E-N. I think it's, sh- it's actually shop com is the website. If you want to go check out the shoes, but I basically every pair of shoes, shoes. Yeah. Every pair of shoes that they sell goes to, uh, support, uh, I guess the, the needy in India. Cause I guess that's where her mission trip was. That's where she kind of felt called and pulled to. Yeah. Um, so it, it goes to support them and, and there's other projects that they do as well, but basically every sale is supporting, um, you know, Christian missionaries that are doing work in other countries. So yeah, I'm looking at these shoes. They look really nice. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, she knows what she's doing. Uh, it says here. I mean, if you read through the site, um, <laughs> can you really hear it? She keeps. Man, I guess my phone is really my phone is being crazy tonight. Um. But it says here that uh, it says fifty percent of their profits uh, go to the charities that they're supporting. So, I mean, it's pretty neat. You should check it out. It's a good cause. Um, yeah, I'm looking you, at it. They look nice. If you like shoes, <laughs> yeah, they they got some loafers. They got some flats for men and women. Yeah, and they're just classy, sophisticated, simple, good-looking quality shoes. Yeah. So. Go support your Christian entrepreneurs. There you go. Which <laughs> so are supporting cool. missionaries. Yeah. No, two, yeah. That's what's really cool. Two for it. one. Two for one. Yeah. Um, so 
that's basically it. That's all I had today. However, had today. yeah, um, we were talking a little while ago. You actually have a music this week. I do. I do. Tell so, me about him. Tell me about him. His name is Joshua Aaron. He lives in Israel. If I remember correctly, he lives, I think, either his backyard is either the Sea of Galilee or the Dead Sea or, or some sort of biblical water, well-known water feature. And That's cool. it's in his backyard. So basically he he'll walk out onto the beach and he'll just hold like worship sets right there with whoever's walking by and um just worship jesus but he writes his songs in hebrew and english um and so he's spreading the word of god in israel and the, the gospel in israel which is um revolutionary because while they acknowledge Jesus as a prophet, um, they're not allowed to talk to talk about him as Christ. It's it's mm-hmm. really looked down upon right. so much so that when they talk about Isaiah fifty three, which they're not allowed to read, um, they they read Isaiah fifty three and they realize, oh wow, like the only person that ever matches this description is Yeshua. And so uh, he shares the the gospel with these people that just live in his neighborhood, and he's got great music, and um, it's the kind of music that that you'd see or think about what it would be like in the old days, where everybody's around a campfire and dancing. Oh, that's cool. And like like the kind of stuff that you'd imagine King David having in his court, you know? Yeah. And um, some of it is is very. Um, folky or it's um very you know uh uh, indie but then you have the other stuff like around the campfire where everybody's singing and dancing and clapping their hands and so uh it's good music joshua aaron um he's in a lot of his pictures he's wearing a yarmulke so if you if you're trying to be like it is the uh sea of galilee by the way the sea of galilee okay yeah yeah. that's where he lives so if you're trying to uh check him out he's uh he's great I guess his website's joshuaaron.tv. Yeah, that's So might he be must it. do, I don't know, maybe he's got like a video thing going on. But Joshua Aaron is, Aaron is A A R O N, by the way, guys. Yeah. Joshuaaron.tv. Check him out. And he does some ukulele stuff. Oh, that's which, always good. Ukuleles. Because yeah, everybody you know, loves the ukulele. Obviously. Yeah. So he, he just checks off all the boxes. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, uh, let's take a break, yep. and then we'll come back and uh, pray it out. All right. Welcome back. Ayo. <laughs> there it is, the Ayo. Man, I've missed you that. You guys missed it, but I did finger guns. Yeah, finger guns. I didn't miss those. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> um, so, Melody was asking you me during the break. You gotta go boil your eyeballs. <laughs> my, yeah, everything. Uh, Mel asked me during the break if we had any messages from you guys. However, I haven't been able to check. Um, I need to get everything back situated. But like I told her, I'm going to basically assume that, you know, we've received Over hundreds. Over the course of the last five weeks that right, hundreds of different messages full. from you guys um, with just yeah. millions of different prayer requests. So, I mean, obviously we're missed out and we apologize to every one of now, you. Now, you're probably wondering, well, can't 
they just log in with their username and password. Uh, I don't even and you would think and you would think, yeah, that would be simple. <laughs> but you know how it now has the feature to suggest a password that's insanely long with all those weird random letters and numbers and characters. It's so, safer, Melody. So so Dave chose to take advantage of that and so he doesn't know the, what the password is. I mean, so, it's, how can it be any safer than that? I don't even know the password. Nobody wants to hack no into one's a getting prayer into that and email. Praise, reco- praise report email you never address. Know. There could be some sensitive information in there. Okay, you have a good point. <laughs> but at the same time, nobody would guess the password first try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mel's going to pray us out. Yeah. Um, but we've enjoyed this this episode. It's been um, good. and hopefully we can get back on track. Yeah, uh, for we'll, Thursdays is what we're trying for. That's the goal. But this one um, is actually I'm this will point, be dropping I'm on pointing, Saturday. I'm pointing at the other one. Yeah. This one is going to school full time, and then yeah. this one I'm pointing at myself is working like sixty hours a week. Yeah, so it's insane. We do this in our spare and time because I mean, we love at it. At a dollar thirteen an hour, it's only going to take you forty five years <laughs> to get to your goal, Melody. <laughs> You just keep a <laughs> dollar thirteen an hour. I'm kidding. That would be that would legit be like ninety five, one hundred and twenty years or something like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. Yeah. All right. You want to pray us out? Yeah, I'll pray us out. All right. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you that we finally got to do this and record this. I pray that those that hear it, that they are encouraged in their walk, that they are drawn closer to you, Lord. May we hear your voice more clearly teach us to to discern your voice um, and and build up that relationship with you god um, help us to have uh, self-control and if possible please do not present us with situations where we need to have self-control um, but just give it to us uh, without us having to exercise it um, and that's unreasonable maybe but at the same time um, <laughs> help us grow in jesus name we pray amen amen Hallelujah. You know, when you like, you're like, Lord, give me patience. And then the Lord provides you with opportunities to <laughs> right. practice patience. Just want the patience. And your kids are like driving you absolutely insane. None of the reason for the patience. Just the patience. Yeah. I just want to operate out of this this area of, of Holy Spirit that is Zen. over patience. But yes. I don't want to actually need the patience, you know? <laughs> exactly. So that's essentially what I was like asking God for but no, I, I was right I was tracking with you yeah, don't worry about thank it thank you I'm right there thank you all right guys well we hope you all have a wonderful weekend ahead yeah and uh tune in next week yeah to find out what happens no I don't know <laughs> I, I don't even remember what I ate something today. I won't be able to recount what happened four <laughs> days prior that's correct yeah that's all right all right you guys have a great bye. night bye